It's a beautiful day. Hi there, Alan Ray Enriquez here for another episode of Ray of Light. Join me this episode as we talk about spirituality, meditation, yoga, fitness, movement. Only here on Ray of Light. Hi boys and girls and welcome to another episode of Ray of Light. My name is Alan and today we will try to differentiate how do we project ourselves to the world. Is it our ego or is it our self-esteem? And is there a difference between the two and when is ego so um, too much? Or when is self-esteem needed? when we present ourselves or when we project ourselves to the world and later on we will also talk about ego more on the practice of yoga on the mat and maybe off the mat right so thank you for following me for the past how many episodes for this season and seems like more and more of us are becoming more aware of ourselves and at the same time searching for more answers and thank you for for listening and i hope you stay with me for the next few minutes for this episode All right so from exploringyourmind.com there are seven differences when it comes to knowing when it is ego and when it is your self-esteem and this is more on the connection to our needs and more of do we do things for ourselves or for the approval of others so that is a major difference but let's go further the first one is admiration for oneself so it says here that people with big egos love themselves too much and that is going exceedingly difficult towards um, being narcissistic and they think they are always better than people and they won't brand themselves as self-righteous but to them they feel that their voice should be heard louder um, than other people's opinions on the other hand people with high self-esteem value themselves but realistically so this is more on the awareness of their virtues but also their defects so embracing the flaws while knowing what you have right so number two worrying about yourself and others so selfish people are always worried about themselves and never think about others this is more of validation from the outside world how do they look 
how do they present themselves these are people with inflated egos whereas someone with good self-esteem has empathy and more rewarding relationships so when it comes to worrying about yourself and others when you have a valued self-esteem then therefore you not only worry about yourself but you also think of yourself in relationship with other people so you see that where do you fit in the society or maybe where do you fit in the arrangement of things number four or number three looking past your own beliefs people with big egos the first thing we notice is that they aren't able to see beyond their beliefs so these are people who are restricted with you know how they were brought up um their personal beliefs their personal biases they couldn't veer away from it because to them that is the only way and you cannot expect them to question themselves or reflect on their views because to them their perspective is the only right one people with healthy self-esteem are able to see beyond their own points of view so this is more of respecting others opinions before your own and that is why it's hard especially in the world of social media where we tend to you know create our own opinions and sometimes we we go further and feel that we should be heard rather or we should people should listen to what we say rather than others and that is where you know an inflated ego begins so one clear difference between ego and self-esteem is that a big ego prevents you from feeling empathy so that's it that is it if you feel like people should um worry first um, for your own benefit then probably something to think about number four difficulty accepting criticism people with a big ego can stand hearing criticism and what would they do they take it as a personal attack they feel that they um everything should be seen as a line of defense so whenever something has a good intention or maybe an ill intention they are most probably paranoid those with healthy self-esteem are able to recognize their defects this is going back to number two beyond our pov with beyond our point um point of view there is more to it so we welcome the opinions of others and then we consider it or maybe we admit that we are 
mistaken of our beliefs. Besides, our beliefs or how we, you know, how we perceive things, our realities, our are, are built based on our biases. Number five, expecting something in return. Remember, remember, those who are selfish and with inflated ego. If there's nothing in it for them, they won't take other people into account. The minute that they would ask, what's in it for me? and Or what will I get after this? Then probably you have to revisit your ego. People with good self-esteem never act out of pure self-interest. And, you know, but we will talk about a low self-esteem, alright? Remember that sometimes having a, a, a good foundation of self-esteem is good. However, there's a difference between um, overestimating oneself and underestimating oneself. Number six, hierarchy, not equality. Oh God, it's so timely during this COVID, and with the in the Philippines, there is a surge of, you know, of bayanihan or solidarity in English, and the community pantries are about. There are about. 199 already I think or even 1099 I'm not sure but there's already an app um, I don't know if it's I it's in on iOS and Android but it's downloadable so you can locate where the com- the nearest community pantry is now people with big egos think they are above everyone else and this is where I I, I come in when here in our village and teachers village and we are near the Maginhawa community pantry where everything started at first it may you know it's a social experiment by the way it's a good social experiment because it goes to show how people in different social status will go beyond or maybe you know step out of their comfort zone to help others to reach out to people they don't know and sometimes people with trust issues people with a lot of personal grudges it shows on how they approach the community pantry because at first, you'll see their, their, their reactions. Because those with inflated egos would talk about how do I protect myself from these people who do not observe social distancing versus a person with good self-esteem would say, how do I help? How may I help? That's it. So think of that. How do you react in a situation? Is it 
looking first after yourself or what else could you do um, within your capacity to help last one is to give to others first you have to give to yourself those who have big egos can't love in a healthy way nor can they meet others other people's needs if they haven't taken care of their own first their lives are attempts to pretend disguise and think they are better than others for those with healthy self-esteem they respect accept value and love themselves as a result they are able to have satisfying fruitful relationships they aren't selfish they're learning what they need so they can provide it to others it says here though that you can't have a big ego and healthy self-esteem at the same time so how do you you know um, balance it out because all of us it says here have acted selfishly at one point or another and admittedly I mean the moment that I graduated from the yoga teacher training I felt that I am leading uh, a good lifestyle a healthy lifestyle being a yogi but somehow my my ego tells me that I'm so into labels the yamas the niyamas memorizing the 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 constraints and the observances of course i can say that and with all the episodes i've done in the past with the, this podcast we have mentioned that however at times i i catch myself and see that did i really say that out of out of empathy did I really say that because I wanted to share? Or did I say that because I wanted to sound that I am better than anyone else? It's hard, no? It's really hard to swallow your own pride when you think of how you project yourself to the world. But remember, someone might ask, Alan, then how do I prevent myself from presenting myself to the world with ego? You cannot. Because from the very beginning, when we were, you know, when we went out to this world from the wombs of our moms, the minute that we come out, it is our ego that is being built. It is our identity, you know, how we build ourselves, how we build ourselves. And from ego, we go beyond. Remember the uh, Maslow's hierarchical of needs? And there's the id, meaning to say, you know, from our um, needs first. And then the ego how do we project ourselves to the world or how do we present ourselves to the world and then super ego that's when we um, mingle or interact with others 
And so, it's a good thing that we also have ego, but not an inflated one, right? So, we go back, alright, so I'll jump through the, the, what Sage Patanjali said in the Yoga Sutras. And this is the fourth sutra identifying the ego. It says in Sutra um, 1.4, Vritis Varupyam Itaratra. So please correct me for those of you who have mastered Sanskrit. Um, let me know if my pronunciation um, quite murdered. Um, please excuse me. But this reminds us, this sutra, that when the mind isn't still, we are identifying with the mind waves or ego. It's the mind chatter or the monkey mind. And the vritti, let me just search for it. So there are five vrittis. And I kept talking about this for the past day or two. Because the five vrittis, vrittis sorry, is Pramana, Viparvaya, or Viparyaya, Vikalpa, Nidra, and Smriti. So, the Pramana is the means of right or valid knowledge, the right knowledge. Viparyaya is the false or wrong knowledge. Vikalpa is the fantasy or imagination. Nidra is sleep. And Smriti is the memory. And so, um, in the first or the second, third, and fourth um, sutras of Patanjali, you may Google Yoga Sutras of Patanjali. Um, for those of you who are um, new in the terms of yoga, you may search for that. And let me just... So, our vrittis is the instinctive thought patterns or tendencies. Right? So, because of the, the mind chatter, sometimes... We couldn't know anymore what is real. And our truth is sometimes covered or dictated by these vrittis or the mind waves. So, going back to the definition, ego is simply a sense of self or personality. The thoughts and reactions of a mind shaped by experiences, preferences, habits and fantasies so it's our true nature to project ourselves by our egos and going back to yoga if we fell from a handstand or maybe a shoulder stand how do we judge ourselves do we judge ourselves based on our time spent in our practice if we step back and see our our practice 
did we actually went through the process of the shoulder stand by following first the primary series or maybe a sequence or a good flow before arriving to the shoulder stand to the inversion or do we went straight to the pose because we need to take a shot and post it on our social media and now we from there as simple as that see if it is ego or if it is yoga that we are really practicing it's as simple as that whenever we step on the mat whenever whether it's yoga whenever or maybe when you present yourself to the world what is it that you when you're wearing yourself how do you project yourself as simple as that do you worry what others would perceive you maybe you wore something black are you worried that people would see you as emo or goth or you know or just because you feel like wearing black these are the things that we consider when we present ourselves to the world and remember our presentation to the world is our statement to the world and not because we wanted self-validation because that is our ego and there's no problem with that it's just that if we keep on prioritizing what others would say about us or maybe what do you think of yourself when you present yourself to others that's the way right so again let's break it down one do you go out and say ah that's just this is just fine i really don't mind i don't care what others what other people say is that self-esteem or ego maybe both because a normal self-esteem wouldn't you know mind of the choices that you've made arriving to that you know that external um appearance that you are projecting however when you keep on oh this is a worn out shirt others might say that i'm poor so i need to change my shirt to a good looking one oh maybe this shirt doesn't complement my accessories my jewelries and so i will flourish myself with maybe um a few bids here and there so i know we we try to deny ourselves with this um small things small habits but somehow trying to check um small things little little things like that we catch ourselves because maybe it is the ego all along that we keep presenting to the world and 
that is your personality. However, the self-esteem, your identity, where is it? If we strip down our labels, our titles, even our clothes, how would you present yourself? Do you say, I am Alan? Or do you say, I am a yoga teacher, I am a fitness coach? So, I hope you get it. So, here's a question from yogabasics.com. So, how do we banish ego? The answer is, we do not. As the saying goes, it takes one to know one. We need the ego to get beyond the ego, to undertake the mental training that Sage Patanjali outlines in the sutras. As we learn to recognize the mental patterns and defenses that Patanjali describes, we become more comfortable in the role of seer or witness. So, it doesn't, um, we couldn't um, work it overnight and say, okay, I'm no longer projecting my ego because we will be projecting our ego all the time. Because with the ego, we can use it and befriend it, the vritis, the mind chatter, to learn more of ourselves and to know the small things that we need to correct or we need to fine-tune in order to get a good grasp of our self-esteem. See? So there's now a balance between the two. I hope you learn a thing or two from there. And I hope to see you again next time. I have thought of another topic already, <laughs> but this is really good. I hope you find your grasp of what ego is and what self-esteem is and how do we project ourselves to the world. Is it always the ego? Is it always the self-esteem? Or maybe at times we need our ego when we feel like we are questioning ourselves and that is when self-esteem plays along because the summary of our experiences our beliefs of how we were brought up then we will become more in tune with our identity with our self-esteem a valued self-esteem then maybe we can step back, we can let ego stand aside. And from there, we can, we can see ourselves as the seer or as an outsider looking past our acts, our, our decisions, our lives. I pray that you find clarity in today's topic I find you as your unique you and have peace in your mind have peace in your heart have a good day everyone
you just listened to another episode of Ray of Light. Join me next weekend as we talk more about spirituality, meditation, yoga, fitness, and others. Only here on Ray of Light.